0: Let's talk to Ben Harrison from the Tranmere Rovers Trust. Morning to you, Ben. Good to Morning. see you. Morning. Uh, great to have you with us. You were with us about a month ago. Uh, I think it was just after you were with us. Peter Johnson, the chairman, said, hey, guess what? I found a buyer, and in a couple of weeks, I'll announce who that is, and I'm quite happy that they've got the you know the future of the club in mind and they've got the cash to back it up as well. And then things didn't quite go according to plan. Things have changed a little bit. Just sort of frame what, <laughs> what happened next, if you like. Um... I think we were
1: all waiting for the announcements Um, and then we had quite a lot of contact with Peter Johnson, Um, met him a few times and I started to think I don't think this is going to go according to plan I think as a Tramia fan nothing this season has quite gone according to plan and he he said to us um, he's not going to go through with a prospective buyer, he doesn't think it's in the interests of the club and he basically said to us as a trust he wanted us to play a a bigger involvement. we kind of said, OK, we're, we'll go away and talk to people. He goes, no, can you arrange a meeting? Um, a short notice? I think that was last Wednesday with the home game next week, and he says he'll come along. And I think in his 26, 27 years, he's not met the fans on very many occasions. I think that might have been the second time.
0: And obviously everything was announced on Saturday, and he said he's staying at the club. Um, so the buyout, which people thought was the right buyout for the club. Peter Johnson, what changed his mind or the, the deal changed? Is there any influence um, in as to I mean, what exactly went wrong?
1: confidentiality around there. I, I think it's no secrets. I mean, if you look at the words he's used, I think the prospective buyers were, were interested in the land assets at Prenton Park. Um, I think Peter said that, that's not good for the club. I think his aim is to get the club uh, pretty much debt-free uh, before he actually finally leaves. Prenton Park and you've got to admire him for that and I think he now wants to bring people in, we we saw yesterday a new chief executive is coming, bring the trust on board, uh, get fans to invest money themselves and I think the days, I think we'll find in our next AGM, he's most probably been kind of um, funding the club to the tune of many hundreds of thousands again and I think he's realised he can't carry on like that.
0: We've talked in the past about Tramere Rovers Trust, who have got this long-term uh, ambition to take the club into community ownership, and you've got a pot of cash, which is sort of pledges that that fans, you're a, you're a community of fans, if you like. So what's the offer that, that Peter Johnson's in, put in front of you in terms of your involvement in in the future running of Tramere Rovers? Yeah, I think what he's saying at the
1: moment, the club are going to issue 2 million new shares. Um, what he's saying to us is um, if you buy into the club for 300,000 shares we will offer the uh, trust a board position. So obviously we're sending out a notification later this week to the people who put their money in because the, their understanding was it was for a takeover, full takeover. Now we're talking 12% of the shareholding. So we need a mandate off them to go forward and negotiate our board position with the club. What We haven't given up on our takeover aspirations because there's going to be a lot of shares unsold at Trambia. Um, I think if we get in there prove ourselves again, we'd like to acquire more shares. We're asking fans to come on board with us. And it looks like there's going to be a transition at the club um, with uh, new owners. Now, that still could be the trust. People still could come from the outside. But down the line, a debt-free club of the 92 in modern football is a big rarity.
0: Do you think that you should, that pot of cash, do you think that that should be spent on on shares do you think that's the right thing do you think that's within the spirit of what the trust is um, trying to do i mean I, I put my money in for some of my family i would i would certainly do it, but i'm much probably closer to it i mean except
1: some people have taken their money out as well because they didn't originally put in for we spoke to 200 people on saturday and um, we've kind of we've always had an open dialogue i suppose if we can show people it's progress hopefully people will back us but if they don't we've always said they can have their money back but it's it's a sea change at the club piece has been there for 26 27 years a new chief executive arrives on monday there's definitely going to be a change i think looking more outward and not having to rely on him every month when the wages comes to sign a
0: check i mean i'm not an expert in any way shape or form in, in corporate finance or, or how sort of boards truly work uh, if you've got like a, a chairman in charge how how valuable is a position it certainly sounds important, but how yeah. valuable is a position on the board at Tranmere Rovers Football Club?
1: Yeah, I mean it can't it can't be tokenistic. Um, we're working with supporters direct um, to get, knock up a shareholders agreement with the club, uh, and it's got to have some value because whoever takes that position has got to go back to those fans, and every quarter by monthly explain what's happening at the club within the bounds of confidentiality, but what have the trust brought to the club? You know how has this position changed? How has it added value? Now, if we can prove that, I think we could uh, acquire a further shareholding in the future.
0: I mean, it, it, but it's it's quite a hard sell, isn't it? If you if you got one place on the board and you've still got Peter Johnson in charge, you know, you know, you might say, right, well, let's reduce ticket prices, or let's and and. And you might be sort of out, outvoted or, or exactly. just shouted down at the earliest opportunity. Can you, can you be effective within that
1: role? Um, Yeah, I, th- I think the devil's in the detail at the start. Before that money is given to the football club, I think there'll be a lot of negotiating going on. I think at this stage, we just want the fans to say, we, we, we trust the trust board to go forward and negotiate the position. I think we'll be going back through another open meeting saying to people, right, this is the agreement we've got. I think the areas... We want to support the new chief executive and the club in its kind of merchandise, food and drink on match days and sponsorship. I think it's no secret at the moment that there's there
0: areas of the club that kind of under underperforming. Um, it's interesting, and I think that the dialogues a really interesting one as well. In, in many ways, for, for the trust and the trust long term aims, is, is it better that the that the, the takeover f- fell through, that that you guys have been able to benefit from that. By by being sort of brought to the table, if you like.
1: Yeah, I think looking at it now, I think, I think as I said, once the AGM is announced, we find out what, what Peter Johnson has been kind of underwriting the club for. That's certainly something the Trust couldn't do. A transitional plan for the football club, with the dust settling from Saturday, is most probably, in my eyes, the best thing for the club. Peter's still there. He's run that club for so long. He can work with other people now. Uh, people can learn how to kind of handle the football club and obviously generate more income. Um, I think that that's the way
0: to go uh, you mentioned the, the 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 chief exec Jeremy Butler yeah um, into the role on on Monday morning. Yep. Enjoying his Grand National weekend, presumably. He's timed it well, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and then heading over there. Uh, what does that chief executive again? I'm, I'm not an expert in, in in corporate finance within a football club, but what role can he play within this sort of new setup? Because it might well be somebody you've got to work very closely with. Yeah, I mean we're meeting him next
1: Wednesday, which is good. I think uh, as a chief executive, you're kind of the face of the football club besides the chairman, and I think the chairman and the chief executive need to work very closely together. But just get out and about. Uh, communication, sponsorship, certainly season tickets. I think Tramir have kind of it's been a little bit of death by apathy, really, at the club. You go there, it's kind of everyone says for the last ten years. And no disrespect to Peter Johnson or the people, he's kind of you think he's accepted. He's trying to be sell the club for a long time. But I think there's a change on the horizon. Uh, good luck to the guy. We'll give him our hundred percent support. We've got some great ideas. Hopefully, we make a great team. We take it from there.
0: Uh, Do you think that 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 new chief exec role is is almost a little bit of compensation for those fans who've been saying that? That Peter Johnson, you know, is 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 the problem, or Peter Johnson sort of needs to be uh, moving on. I know you'll say that you know his money is, is propping up the club yeah, at the yeah, moment, but there yeah. is sort of a lot of fans who sort of say, well, the, you know, the club won't be in a better position until it's under new ownership. But do you think the new chief exec can almost take the pressure off Peter Johnson to say, well, I'll be the driving force in terms of what this business yeah, is doing? Yeah, and I, th- I think the board of the club should set the
1: strategy, which you know, if all goes well, the trust will have a, a, a say. And um, be able to sanction that. I think it's the chief executive's job to carry out that strategy. I think there just hasn't been a strategy at the football club. It's been kind of more of survival than anything else. Now, it doesn't take a genius to work out where we've been struggling at the wrong end of the table. Um, I think there was a lot of people came to the meeting last week. Uh, one fan said to me, "He said, I can't see the Bentley in the car park. it's the new owner here?" And I said, "Well, there might be a Bentley if Peter Johnson's around, but there isn't a new owner." And people were deflated for perhaps that day. I think since then, people, perhaps a to the idea now, some new announcements, new chief executive with ourselves. Fans
0: have got a chance to buy into the football club. Um, so in three years' time, Peter Johnson may well still be chairman, but there'll be a new chief exec, and there's possibility that Tramir Rovers just will have a place on the board and, and an increasing... Uh, shareholding in the club. Is that for you how the next three years sort of plays out? and How does that impact in terms of how the club moves forward on the pitch? Um, I think if you look
1: at it with the land deals, I think in three years there's a good chance the club would be death-free. But I suppose on one thing then the assets have gone. So any speculative buyers might go, why would a buyer tram me? Because there's no money in it for me. I think we might have the right owner by then. It will come. I mean, ultimately, football fans want to know what happens on the pitch. They're not too bothered about strategies, etc. But more income into the football club, in terms, means more money for the manager. And are we going to stay up this season? Fingers crossed we do. If we don't, we'll regroup. I think we could come back stronger.
0: Thank you for your time Uh, today. If people want to find out some more about the work you're doing with the Tramir Rovers Trust, there's a website they can go to and read all about it. Yeah,
1: yeah, tramiroverstrust.co.uk.